Hello, welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast. Today we've got four top tips for writing a book. As author of Buy to Let, How to Get Started and co-author of 101 Top Property Tips, for me, writing books are good fun. They're definitely challenging. They're not the easiest thing to do in the world, yet they're not the most difficult thing to do either. There's this sort of misconception out there that it is incredibly difficult to do, and it's really not. That is the purpose of these top tips. Top tip number one, start with the end in mind. Why would you want to write a book in the first place? Are you looking to add to your asset base? You know, a book is a very, very good asset. Are you looking to write a book uh, and then from that create the paperback? Uh, Then you've got the ebook. And you've got two assets there. Would you look to create an audio book off the back of that? Again, you can add a third thing to that as well. You might not want to create it as sold as an asset. You might want to just do it for fun. You might want to do it just for a, a laugh, just for a challenge. And some people do do that. There's a book in everyone. Everyone does have the ability to write down some things and and share what they've got inside their head. Even if everyone just wrote a life story, I'm sure there'd be thousands, millions, billions of extraordinary books out there if everyone just wrote their their life story down. And what do you want to achieve from writing a book? And that's why we say start with the end in mind. Well, I know with Buy to Let How to Get Started and 101 Property Tips and other books that are coming your way as well. For us, it's about being able to add as much value as possible, knowing that should people enjoy reading the books, enjoy listening to them, enjoy reading the ebooks, that they will come back to us and go, oh, really enjoyed that, thank you. Have you got any other products or services? Um, I want to do a strategy day, I want to do some mentoring. All of these things gets people interested in your company, in you, and it's a great way of being able to add value to other people. So start with the end in mind. Do you want an asset? Are you just doing it for fun? Why are you doing it? Top tip number two is to know your audience. So who are you going to aim your book to? What does your ideal reader look like? I mean, your avatar. What do they think? What do they feel? Well, what do they wear? What do they do on a day-to-day basis? Now that sounds challenging and that takes quite a bit of mental work to get down on paper because you've really got to deep dive into your avatar. Who is going to read this book? Why are they going to read it? What position are they in? And what solution have you got to their challenges? Again, going back to buy to let how to get started in 101 top property tips. You know, we know that the people that the, you know, our avatars are people that are interested in getting started in property. People that might be overwhelmed by a lot of information out there and don't know where to start. Someone that might not want to start with a two, three, four, five thousand pound investment into property education. They might want to listen to a podcast, read a ten pound book first to get themselves warmed up. These people could be based anywhere in the world as long as they've got an interest in property investing, ideally in the UK because it's the market that we know best. So we've got quite a broad avatar there. Whereas if you were writing a book uh, about, well, I imagine it's similar to writing a book about, you know, investing or purchasing gold, you're going to have quite a wide 
avatar-based set. And that's what you've got to think about. That, that's not something you just do in five minutes. That's, that takes time to think about. You really have to get into the mind of the person that's going to end up reading your book. A top tip number two, know your audience. Top tip number three is structuring your book. And the best way to do that, if you've got a topic that you want to write about, again, place yourself in your reader's shoes. What are they going to want to know about? For example, if you're writing a book about getting started in buy-to-let property, you might think about things such as what is buy-to-let property? How does it work? Where you can do it? How you analyze a deal? People that you need in your power team? The step-by-step buying process? how to let the property, how to stage the property, questions you would ask your lettings agents, how to get discounted properties, how to get direct to vendor. You can see that the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Same if you're thinking about writing a book about gold. People would probably want to know, well, how do you purchase gold? What is gold? How has it been used? How do I make sure I get the best quality? Where do I buy it from? How do I store it? All of these things, really, really useful to know. So you can basically break the book down into manageable segments. And when it comes to writing, it means that rather than just have a big blank piece of paper, you've got a couple of things that you can work on, you know, a couple of subheadings that you can work on. And that will just help you to break down the structure and it helps to ease yourself into the writing process. And that brings, on, that brings us to uh, the top tip number four, which is factor time into your diary to write. A lot of people will say, well, I haven't got the time to do that. I haven't got the time to think about this. I'm too busy. I'm, I'm doing it, making up excuses. But putting time into your diary and writing consistently will really help. If you write 200 words a day and you do that for one year, every single day, you'll end up with 72,400 words in a year. Of course, if you're in a leap year, you'll end up with 72,600. That's a lot of words. That's a, that's a decent sized book, that is. And that's just doing 200 words a day. So break it down into manageable chunks. Now, if you've only got time in your diary to write twice a week, then great, no problem. Put that time in your diary, turn off all your distractions, and write. Give yourself a, a target for words as well. And you'll find that by doing that and through consistency, that over time you will end up writing a great book. You might be listening to this and you might be a PhD student, you might be at university and you might have the same challenges with uh, writing coursework. Again, you can use this to help you with that coursework and other things as well. You've just got to break it down into chunks, find the time in your diary, make time in your diary, put it in there and then have the discipline to stick to it. And if you do that, you will end up with a book or coursework or whatever at the end. Those things have really helped myself. They've helped Aaron as well when we've co-authored. When it comes to the final push, we would normally lock ourselves away for a couple of days with no distractions and just type and type and type and type and type. I know from recently writing a lot of our travel memoirs, uh, Reading to Rio and Bogota to Brighton, uh, the raw e-copy, by the way, is on the website, tpmpodcast.com forward slash shop. That's the complete unedited version. Feel free to go and check it out. Writing that during lockdown was quite straightforward. Get up early in the morning, stick to the routine, and I would aim for about 5,000 words a day. Because why not? 
and within a couple of weeks, you know, the bulk of it's been written. Uh, we hope the official official version comes out in 2021, but you know, watch this space, keep listening out to the podcast itself. But yeah, for now, the raw version, the unedited version is on the website. So feel free to go check it out uh, and enjoy some very personal stories that we've got um, that we want to share with you as well. So everyone's got their own different methodologies to writing, but these four top tips we found have, have really helped us when we've co-authored and also they've helped myself when I've done solo work. And there's nothing stopping you from doing it either. Uh, there's no there's no limits. Limits only exist in the mind. As long as you are distraction-free, you've got the dedicated time in the diary, there's no reason why you're not going to be able not to do this. But just as a recap, four top tips for writing a book. Top tip number one, start with the end in mind. Top tip number two, know your audience. Top tip number three, structure the book. And top tip number four, factor time into your diary to write. Hopefully that helps. Until next time, Alfie the same.